Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. One of the things that the Almighty will use to help us to stand out as covenant people is the force of favor. I mentioned in the first service when our church was starting, two major things I prayed for, the wisdom of God and the favor of God. I, I did that for more than a year. I was, having, I was doing my youth service in Benue State. And I remember church was to start after the service and I was scared because I was young. I was wondering, what am I going to be saying? How, how do I handle a church? I've never, well, I was a campus pastor, but I knew that Ilefe is not the same thing as uh, a campus fellowship, not the same thing as a church. And I wanted us to have a thriving church that would glorify his name. So I was praying for his wisdom to help me as, as a leader make the right decisions, you know, at every turn. And then the other one was favor. I said, Lord, just give me favor, you know, before the people, before negotiations, uh, because when people don't really like you or they don't buy into you, it's going to limit the flow of your journey. And I've been on that favor and wisdom over the years. In fact, you see one of our books, our book for this particular month, Seven Laws of Favor, was birthed from my learnings about favor. I've learned so much about God's favor. And I know that that favor is beyond prayers. Your attitude, your character. People, people remember the things you do. People remember the things you say. And every time I teach about favor, uh, before I will get into the, maybe the spirituals in that sense, I always want to encourage our own path as much as possible. And we have an example in Daniel chapter 6, verse 3. You know, uh, the KJV says, Daniel was preferred above all other presidents because an excellent spirit was in him. Oh, that got my attention several years ago. Um, one version says distinguished. Another one says he showed more capab capabilities or ability. KJV says he was, he was preferred. And I think that word preferred means favor. It stands you out. It separates you from the crowd, among the uh, builders, among the insurance brokers, among the politicians, among the pastors, among the ministers. You know, uh, in your generation, that preference. But I see that the preference for Daniel was not just a function of his prayers in that sense. He had an excellent spirit in him. He showed ability, you know, he was able to carry out his task well. So I began to dig in into, okay, what are the similar words for preference? A, a strong liking. It's as simple as, will people like this product? It's like our church service. When time we have our meetings or I'm meditating, will people like to come to this church? That's why we like interviewing our first-time guests. Why did you come? Uh, where did you come the second time? Where did you come the fourth time? And you can learn from them. Do they like you? Do they like your, your products? The way you conduct yourself in the office? Or it's always a sour taste? Those are the, you know, a strong liking means preference. Another, another thing is, or another phrase is advantage over another. That the way this thing is, uh, does it show any advantage over others? We are, we're in a competitive world. While others are doing well, can you do well? <laughs> you know, we have a kind of grammar in this church. Well, well, uh, well, 
Yeah, it's very competitive amongst, you know, other products, other services, other individuals. What can I do to stand out? It's an advantage over another. Value more highly. Selection. Okay, out of all this, I pick this one. There must be something about it. And if there's anything we can learn from Daniel's story, it's the spirit of excellence. And if there's anything I want to ask you to do, it's a very simple assignment. Get into your dictionary today or in the course of the week and look out for similar words. Excellence. To stand out. Tidy. Just as simple as being tidy. Even your body odor. Sorry, not body odor. Your body scent or smell can affect those. Your tone of voice. Curtsy. Curtsy. Common curtsies of life. A personality without politeness is a tire without air. When you are driving and there's no air in one of your tires, your journey will be hard. So I read many years ago from an Indian author, Esperi, that a personality without politeness or courtesy is like a tire without air. You will be running through life, but it will be hard. People will not be willing to help you. People will just not put you in their, in their numbers. As simple as common courtesies. And Esperi said, there will be fewer broken homes and unhappy marriages if people allow common courtesies in their home. Just common courtesies. The greeting, the smiling, the honor and respect between husband and wife, not taking each other for granted. And by the way, all the men in the house, you respect your wife. I mean, as much as we ask the ladies to submit to their husbands, uh, we realize that that submission comes to pass easily when the husband shows agape love. Christ kind of love. That's why he said at the beginning, husband, love your wives. If that agape love is in display, it provokes easy humility. I mean, submission. So not that you are not doing agape love, you are doing another kind of love and you are expecting the person to submit. That's wickedness. Common courtesies. How do you talk to your clients? Excellence. Excellence. Can we have that verse in various um, versions as we did in the early mornings, early service, or earlier service, where NIV, GNT, NCV. I just want you to drink into that verse. It says, Daniel soon proved himself more what? Capable than all the other administrators and high. That's where you are going. That you have an advantage by the Holy Spirit, by the wisdom of God, to, to be more capable than others. Because, look at that last verse, that's, that's, that's favor. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king made plans to place him over the entire, that's promotion that we pray for, to stand out. But he showed more capa capacity or capability. Next, next, any other version. That, so, so now Daniel distinguished distinguished himself among the others. Next, any other version you can pick up. Distinguished, capable. Daniel proved himself, I love this, to be a better, all these professors are great, but this guy is better, better supervisor than any of the others. He did this by his good character. Somebody say character. Uh -huh. And great ability that's complete. Character and competence. If you have only one, you limp. You can't have speed. If you have the other one, oh, he has capacity. He's very good on his job. And they employ him. They don't employ because of your character. They employ because of your capacity. But your character is what will now sustain you on that job. I don't employ a driver because he greets me well. 
I employ a driver because he can drive well. But when that begins to drive and begins to steal and show dishonor, then it's gone. So we need the two legs. But it starts with capacity. Keep improving on your skills. Keep developing yourself. You know, be number one or number two in what you do. That should be your aim. And then build your character. That sustains it. Okay, it showed good character and great ability. The king was so impressed with Daniel that he planned to make him rule over the whole realm. I'm praying that as this anointing comes on you today, plans will start taking place in the city and in the field for your promotion and increase in the name of Jesus Christ, the anointed one. ERV, okay, this ERV, can we have another one? Amplified, then this Daniel was distinguished above the other presidents and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him and the king thought setting him over the whole realm. Number four, or next, next uh, verse, or next uh, version. The Holy Spirit would enable us today to walk in that level of excellence higher than what we've ever obtained. I've always said in the church, there's always a better way to doing what you are doing. Don't pride in yourself and say, I know what I'm doing. And I like, I hate to hear. I mean, that's how my pastor also said to me. Uh, I have done all I think I should do. No, you've not done all. If you have done all, the equation should, the results should change. I know, you know, H, uh, hydrogen and oxygen. There's a molecule of hydrogen and oxygen you combine to have Water, right? How many molecules of hydrogen do you need for chemists in the house? How many molecules? Are you sure? If you don't know chemists, just be looking at us. Uh -huh, because everybody answers questions in church. How many molecules? Two molecules. How many molecules of oxygen? One, right? And then you have what? H2O, right? Hmm, amen. I hope you are correct, yeah? So we have water. Now, if you say, I've been mixing and mixing in the laboratory. I've been working very hard. I've done everything. And then water is not showing up as what you wanted. Or what you want. What is the problem? Your mix. You don't start claiming that, ah, I did my best. Ah, almost like, it's not my fault. Oh. But the way I did it, water should have. No, maybe your mix, no, maybe your mix is not Okay. If I want one of the things that will help our prayer life is to be able to ask God, where am I mixed? Where am I missing the mix? What am I missing in the mix? Is the, is the prayer of a wise man. Rather than say, Father, are they calling on you? You should have promoted me by now. Can you ask him? Maybe the oxygen is more than the hydrogen. Because H2O is water. H2O2 is hydrogen peroxide. And that's poisonous. Do you know that? You can't drink that. <laughs> what must I do to be saved? It's better than, Father, save me. They say you are the savior. Oh, save me. I don't want to die. <laughs> what must I do to be saved? And then it shows you. And then on, in the moment, you are saved. Why am I mixing? So if you, if you look at business, you look at your career, and you realize that the, the outcomes is not go back to the laboratory and check your mix. And pray that God will, it will shock you because little hinges swing huge doors. There's just one little thing that, oh, the burner is dirty. The, what do you call that? Flask. Flat bottom. 
by using to mix it is dirty. So what you are mixing is not just hydrogen and oxygen. You are also mixing dust with it. And, and, and sodium is inside. And all those things. Can you clean that jar first before you mix it? Something small. <laughs> I mentioned when I went to worry, you know, to preach. And as I got in, one of the first things I want to do is to check the Wi-Fi, you know, so you can start connecting with people. So, you know, I was excited. I'm trying to unlock my baggage. And then I looked at the uh, Wi-Fi. You know, I just put it in. It wasn't coming. I put it again. It wasn't coming. By the third time, I was already getting I was about to call the reception. I think I even called her. Your Wi-Fi is not working. Always said, check it. Check it. And now calm, calm down. There are three Ks. I was putting how many? Two K. And you really notice it. It's okay. So one, two, three, four, five. And then what do you do to not call them back? What do you say? Have you been that kind of situation before? And then while well, as it walked out, you have a knock on the door. And it's from the reception. How are you? We had a your wife, oh, it's working now. But you won't confess yours. <laughs> and that's how life is. Your gadget is not working. You hit it and everything. It's just the plug. I was charging my phone. That happens sometimes. Because I'm always used to keeping the thing on. That's the uh, um, socket. So just plug it and then for hours. And I just feel the battery should have been full now. You now get, ah, I left it at 18. It's now 12. <laughs> ah, what's happening? This phone has a problem. Ah, and then you check it. It wasn't on. It wasn't on. And if it's like that for two years, it won't charge. And that's what we call Stagnation. I pray that if there are things that the Holy Spirit helps, would help us to see in our health, in our ministry, in our business and career, that would change our equation, our eyes will see it today. Amen. Say louder, amen. amen. So this kind of anointing service, as much as we're empowered for God's favor afresh, is to also open your eyes that if there are things you need to see this week, you will see it in the name of Jesus Christ. In that equation, can my marriage be better? Can my health be better? My business and finance, can it be better? Just one statement can change everything. I was reading a book about prophetic blessing. And they showed in one, one page a, a comment by Matthew Henry about marriage. I had to rule it. It wasn't a book on marriage. That God is in, in his wisdom took the woman out of, you know, the side. So that the man can stand as a covering and a protection, you know, for, for her. And then she also needs to submit to the head, you know. It's, it's a whole package. But God never brought the woman from the leg. That you do like this over her. It's from here for your protection. And she submits to the head. And I, as I'm going to show us in church, I'll show you the match. I will put it on the screen. You read it so the men can learn and the women can learn. It took them from here, not from here. So as a woman, you don't use up authority in your home. You do not try to push the man down. And then the man too, they didn't take her from your feet where you just trample on her. God is wise. The only wise God. Answers will come your way this week. 
wherever you have been missing it, that the enemy has been rejoicing over, the enemy will be exposed this week, and your wisdom we saw in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Psalms 102 verse 13, another key to God's favor is kingdom addiction. Just loving him, serving him, never leaves you the same. Matthew to Revelation, uh, Genesis to Malachi. I've never seen one person that was sold out to God and regretted it. Sold out to him in everything that you do. You can never outserve or outgive him. And in case you are here, maybe when you got born again, it was based on a need. It's fine. You needed to get married or to be healed or you needed something to happen in your life. So you got born again by that. God, do this thing for me. But I want you to mature beyond give me, give me, give me. The Lord, I offer my life to you indeed. I surrender my all to you. While I was a sinner, you already died for me. I want to show that I love you in return. And every time we express that to him, he favors you. You, you experience separation in your, in, your, in your family, in your nation. You are distinguished. It happened for Daniel. It happened for Joseph. It happens. Even Esther, as a queen, threw away her right and said, Ah, I will fast. Me and my maidens. If I perish, I perish. But she was not, she didn't perish. So it's a call. You know, I know you are looking for God's favor, but the master key is in Matthew 6, 33. Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added. Many things others are looking for, scheming for, lying for, God will just add it to you. But you seek first his kingdom. Psalms 102 verse um, 13. You will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has what? Yeah, said my set time has come. You, you got to say it louder than that. My set time for favor has come. That's why we're in this service. There's this no mistake. But look at the next verse, 14. For your servants take pleasure in her stones and show favor first to her dust. They have empathy for God's kingdom. They have passion for God's kingdom. Can we have that in the passion translation? Just being sold out to the things that matter to God. Loving his kingdom. You give of yourself and of your resources. Uh, can we have it in TPT? You, 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 you love his kingdom beyond yourself. TPT, okay, I know you're about to arise and show tender love to Zion. Now is the time, Lord, for your compassion and mercy to be poured out. The appointed time has come for your prophetic promises to be fulfilled. Verse 14, for your servants weep in sympathy over what? And feel love for her every stone. Their heart is in it, like Nehemiah. This is 2023. We are still in the early stages. You love him with your energy. You love him with your time and talent. And then you love him with your resources. I, I don't know how you can show love to God or any other person without some measure of material or financial benefit. I said in the uh, earlier service, you can love, you can give without loving, but you can really, really love without giving. It shows in your resources. And I said uh, some months ago in, in the church here that your money represents a lot. When you walk or you trade 
after when you are training, it's a lot of work, emotions are within it, your education, everything. After all the process of spirit, almost spiritual and body, they give you uh, 250,000 naira, okay, or $1,000. That $1,000 is representing sweat, education, life, life, transportation, the processes, the traffic, all that you invested that one week or that one month is not being represented in money as a reward. When I take a portion of that to tithe, for instance, I'm saying, you gave me all these things. I worship you with my sweat. I worship you with my life. I worship you with my, all oh, the master's degree, the PhD, you help me anyway. All oh, the wisdom at work, the innovation, the creative ideas. You gave it to me. This is a representation. So we worship God with our tithe. First, we show love to him that, Lord, if not for you, I won't be here. And then he says, when you tithe, I will bless you back. You'll be a delightsome land. The windows of heaven will be open. When you hear windows of heaven open, it's favor. When you are favored, window, I mean, the hearts of men are open to you. Heart. They just, they just want to buy your product. They want to invest in you. They want to do things for you. That's open, open heavens means open heart. I pray that the field or the city will not be close to you. Say louder, amen. amen. Oh yes. When somebody is under an open heavens, you know, left, right, and center, you will be trying to keep up with the opportunities. Here and there. And this, this company is calling us. That client has called us again. And they have referred us there. Open, open heavens. So serve him with your time, with your talent. Make kingdom first priority. Serve him with all that you've got. And serve him with your resources. You are delighted. So when you tithe, you, 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 you become, uh, you are delighted some land. Favor will rest on your labor. Uh, the labor of your hands. Righteous labor. Amen. Uh, open doors of opportunities, platforms to showcase your ability. One of the things that happen when you are a tither is the release of divine ideas, concepts, and strategy. Divine ideas. Not every idea works, so, but there are some ideas when they come to you, it will always produce results. God will just, I believe tithers have their minds fertilized for productivity. You just find that when Joseph is in the mix, his own result is different. When Daniel is in the mix, there are other idol worshippers, but because this one is carrying divine concepts, their results will show up, will, will, will out, outclass all the others. And that's what our experience will be from now in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's close from Genesis 39. Uh, we couldn't read um, the message translation of that thing earlier, but let's go on. Genesis 39, sorry, 41, 39. So we serve God faithfully, we serve God consistently, we serve God tirelessly, and we serve God sacrificially. And we don't graduate in the school of service. I was praying yesterday, I said, I need your Kelebic anointing that at 85 I will still be taking new territories. There are several anointings in scripture. We all need it. David brought down Goliath at 16, 17. Caleb was still telling Joshua, ah, I'm still strong to go out. To... Are you sure? I said, yes, give me this place. I will take it over. And 85, 
He said, I did it um, some 45 years ago, 40 years ago now. Ah, I said, so, it has, it has still bear fruit in old age. So I was praying for that grace not to become redundant by 52 or 48 and then allowing other people to do it. Me, I've retired. No. 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 No, there are graces. You take Elisha's grace. Elisha's grace to collect double portion from those who have gone ahead. You take that grace, that grace, that grace. There are many graces in scriptures that when you see it and you love it, you pray it into your life. That's why I love the Bible. It's so neutral. It talks about the strength and the weaknesses of the generals of God. God didn't hide the mistakes of Abraham. He didn't hide the mistakes of David. Though he's a man after his own heart, he didn't hide his mistakes. They are there. He never spoke in favor of husband. You know, it's hard to love as Christ loved the church. It's a lot of responsibility as a husband to love your wife. So that book is not for husbands. Neither is it for wives. If it was wives that wrote it, they wouldn't say submit to your husband in everything. But would they have written that? They would have changed it. Wives, submit if he gives me money every month. <laughs> Glory to God. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. That means you stand out amongst the wise men, amongst the magicians. And this is not Joseph saying or boasting. It's a heathen king recognizing the hand of God on Joseph. Verse 40. You shall be over my house and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. 41. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. 42. Then Pharaoh took a signet ring off his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and he clothed him in garments of linen, fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. Verse 43. And he made him to ride, that's entourage kind of, to ride in the second chariot which he had. And they cried out before him, bowed in him. So he set him over all the land of Egypt. As we pray with us today and the oil comes on you, I ask that the wisdom of God, as it was on Joseph and Daniel, will rest upon you. And will distinguish you in the land. It will give a testimony that we have an advantage in, in the kingdom. I pray that you will experience Joseph kind of promotion. Daniel kind of liftings. I pray that the spirit of excellence will permeate the things you do every day. In your home, in your office, in your business and divorce. In the name of Jesus Christ. Rise up on your feet, people of God. Let's give thanks to him and let's pray. If you're clapping, you can clap. I'll be encouraged. Glory to God. <laughs> Get on the keyboard. We all came to learn and receive, okay? Now, when we come to church service, God services us, right? Now, servicing means some subtraction and some additions, okay? Uh, when you're servicing your vehicle, you throw away the oil engine that has become, you know, expired, like, dark and they put new ones and the plugs that are not functioning well either you clean them or you change them that's why we are here and when you're in service as i always say don't look at what your neighbor is doing remove the nepa pool, sorry the log in your own eye first so that you can see clearly life is not hard it is stubbornness that makes it hard 
If you can receive these little instructions here and there, we'll excel in the marketplace. Little hinges, swing huge doors. I learned something from Dr. Mike Murdoch many years ago. They call it presentation. Presentation. I never saw it in that. In the, he said, when you give your dog food, and I like dogs, and so, you know, we used to give dogs maybe rice and stew. So have you noticed sometimes how you do it? It's the same food. You just put the, maybe the rice and the pepper and just, you know, push it to the dog. He said, but when you are serving your boss or your husband, it might be the same rice, but there's a packaging. So the, it is, it's not what is the presentation. The master the art of presentation and you will have favor in life. Presentation. But some people serve their husbands like dogs. And lose favor before the man. And this same man spends money outside than that woman. And says he's a wicked man. Yeah, maybe he's a wicked man, but you wickeded him. If there's a word like that. Do you understand presentation? How you present yourself. How you present your product. There are books that are selling today mainly because of the package, the back cover. Content is not bad. And there are some that have the best of content, but the packaging is dull. Wrong, perhaps. Presentation. Presentation. How do you present your projects to your boss? When you are done, do you just send the mail? This is it. Mm. To your boss, this is it. Or you just forward it. I, I don't like when people are for, when you forward something to your boss without a comment. I don't think it's respectful. Just forward it to him. Eka. I hate it. Sorry, I don't like it. I don't like it. So you don't do that. You forward it, but you make a comment. Sir, this is the document you requested for. You can do that to your kindergarten friends. Presentation. So that I don't even read it because I feel you don't know who you're sending it to. If it's me, I think I deserve a comment. That, sir, this is the picture you requested for. Am I making sense? A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness.